Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Ryback Show Live. I am the big guy Ryback. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Streaming live, the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok, today's probably going to be the day we hit 2.9 million, depending on if they show my post or not, which, again, we'll, we'll touch on that. Over there, I spilled my BCAs, having some raspberry <laughs> lemonade BCAs. I didn't have it shut all the way, and... Uh, was frantically trying to to wipe it up before we kicked off today's show. Good to see all of you. Today's show, this podcast, is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. Vegan friendly for men and women on feedmemore.com. Check out all the new cool Ryback merch. I'm wearing one of our Feed Me More designs right here. All that is under the merch on the bar. We're awaiting the new website. The final touches are, are being made as we speak, and uh, hope to have that have that up and running as quickly as possible. We're also going to have the shop on Instagram and Facebook or Meta, whatever you want to call it, with all the cool Ryback merch and accessories and different things uh, as we continue to move forward on, on everything on that end. This show and podcast is available on all podcast platforms as well for your listening pleasure iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated if you guys have a moment to swing over there as well. We're on Ryback TV, your super chats. If you subscribe to Ryback TV, completely free. Your questions and answers are answered on this show from yours truly. Health, fitness, supplementation, mindset, life, pro wrestling, anything and everything in between. We also stream live on Twitch at Ryback Rules and Twitter at Ryback. Good to see all of you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Been up and early. Uh, was up Was up very early today. As usual, doing a bunch of the morning work and, and getting ready. Got to do a lot of shoulder rehab work and scar tissue work. And we've got a, the big final workout of the week today. We've got chest, traps. Uh, we're moving abs to Tuesday. Uh, hard conditioning today and extra cardio and sauna after uh and then and then we'll be doing a 24-hour fast tonight into tomorrow and a lot more shoulder work over the weekend that's where i i continuously make more and more more strides uh, on this and i feel great i'm good i just got to get this a little like the scar tissue i'm getting it broken up in so many different ways and when i say like it's a job in itself but yeah i know no one cares and it's fine i care and i just got to keep doing consistently what I've been doing. And it's like, I go from one thing to the next to the next and it's great. And, it, and you know, it's awesome, but it's been, it's been six years of doing this. So it's uh, we're just at the home stretch and we got to hashtag finish it now. Uh, and that's what we're going to do. What do we got going on today? Let's get into some of the questions. Appreciate it. We've got uh, 1100 people over on TikTok live right now. 
Thank you for the love and support over there. Guys, Instagram's been a lot better as well outside of when I just make individual posts, but we're hoping that uh, we're having some problems on TikTok too. They're hiding my posts. They've stopped me from doing the stupid, like I said yesterday. They will not tell me why. Um, we've caught them hiding my comments for months and removing my feedmemore.com website out of my, my bio repeatedly. Um, for no rhyme or reason, they won't, they won't acknowledge why they're doing any of this. So it's a little disheartening that that platform uh, seemingly become involved in, in everything going on with WWE. But it's my fight, and I've just got to stay on top of it. And it's annoying staying on top of this stuff every day on every platform. But we, we continue to do what we got to do. So if you ever have any complications or problems, though, I ask you to reach out to these to these platforms on their whatever it's whether they're twitter or th through their customer support if they have them and uh to try to get any issues resolved let's see no i did not become seriously hurt when i ran john cena through the titantron uh let's see Hello, Ryback. What was the hardest thing to learn as a wrestler? I don't think there's just one hard thing to learn as a wrestler. I think there, uh, there's many hard things to learn as a wrestler that become easy over time that professionals make, make look very, very effortless and easy that, that at one point in time probably weren't. So, you know, conditioning is the one thing it's the realest part of pro wrestling is you have to have good cardio and not just like what you think is good cardio. I'm talking top level cardio. I've seen fighters. I've seen top people from the NFL blow up and completely not be able to handle it. And they were, these are, are, are athletes that understand this stuff. So it's not all of them. There's some that can cross over, but the conditioning in pro wrestling is is a skill in itself and you have to it, it is what separates being able to make it and not make it and once i understood that after early on in my development that is what i contribute the majority of my success to because i always was confident but once you have that confidence in your conditioning and you're not afraid to blow up and get tired which takes you know and being very muscle bound uh it takes a lot more oxygen to, to feed those muscles so i always look at it i have to work harder than anybody else and that's why if you ever watch like my conditioning and things, I, I take it, it. It is the most serious aspect of being a pro wrestler, in my opinion, because you can't hide that and it will make a fool of you if you if you don't. And that's one of the reasons I think I was able to connect and get over is I have that energy bell to bell. I have the same amount of energy. And when I'm celebrating on the turnbuckle after a big victory, uh, all the way till I walk through that curtain. Like, and, I, and I learned that. And that's one of the reasons Daniel Bryan connects and gets over is Daniel Bryan has that energy in a different way. But it's an energy and it's, it's through conditioning. Derek, the oil boy in the house, asking if I know if Chavo Guerrero uses baby oil. Um, Derek, I don't know if Chavo Guerrero, Guerrero uses baby oil. I don't. I do find that a lot. He's, I mean, I've always gotten along very well with Chavo. I always grew up loving watching him and Eddie. Um, but I don't, I don't know what his routine is as far as the baby oil. <clears throat> Thank you. Yes, I've been to India. India's always treated me very, very well. Brandon, I don't know the answer to any of your political questions that you're asking. And I, and I, Brandon, I think you, I think you're just better off asking better questions, quite frankly. Joey, we've talked about that a million times. So I apologize if this is your first time here, but we're not talking about it anymore. They're all lies, just straight up lies. And I put that on my life, straight up 100% lies. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Who in the shield was the safest in the ring? Uh, everybody was safe. I don't understand. I've never, ever felt threatened in the ring by, by anybody. 
I think if you're a pro wrestler and you're like talking about other people being unsafe, I think you're not a very tough guy, quite frankly. And it, it's it's one of the most important things. And, and the wrestlers know, and you take care of each other, right, and whatnot. But like, it's I think that's one of the things that has got has gotten so out of hand with with quote unquote fans, and they try to they they think they know and they don't know, and it, it, it's very really unfortunate. Like that question you ask, never in my entire life if I'm like, who's the safest guy I've ever been? Like, I don't know. Like, everybody's safe. You wouldn't be there if you weren't safe. You'd be gone. I do talk to Phoenix Marie. Yes, she's doing very well. Nemesis says, Hope Spot Mood and Stress Support is his favorite supplement of all time. Thank you for making it. You're very welcome. We're actually giving away our Hope Spot for free uh, until because the, the that the expiration date is coming up on it very soon. And so before we order the new inventory, we were clearing out the remaining inventory that we had. And so I want more And there. It's kind of a twofold thing on that as well. It was one of our newest supplements. And I think it's one of the harder supplements to sell sometimes because people don't, don't know if like, is that going to really affect my mood and, and help with anxiety? And so I go, let's just give it to people for free. When they're buying and granted, I'm getting sales on the other orders, right? So, but you do have to deduct that from your from your revenue at the end of the month with everything. But it, it's also getting new that supplement in customers' hands that maybe not would, would not have bought it to begin with, and they're now saying like, "Oh, wow, this is actually a really good supplement." And I anticipate sales on that continuing to grow. I've done that before. I did that with the GTS Sleep Aid before. It worked very very well, giving it away for free for a period, and it that instantly got people. It's almost like it's like a what is it like a, like a like a I don't want to say it with the TikTok a dealer giving out a, you know what I mean but this is with natural supplements so it's uh, it's been proven to work you don't want to do it too too much but it timed out well with that with what we have left in inventory and uh, with the expiration date coming up which supplements are even good though typically but I don't want to sell it after the expiration date but they're typically good for easily a year past expiration it's just something. It's more powders. You got to be a little more careful. Sometimes powders can get hardened up uh, as they get to the expiration date with some of those. And it depends on what the ingredients are. Um, but most of the time, those stuff are made to last a long, long time. You guys, I'm going to ask you not to spam the chat. You get shell-shocked out of Rybackville if you spam the chat. Uh, would you ever consider going back to the WWE if the chairman, Vince McMahon, I think you could have just said Vince McMahon, uh, gives you a call. I've already said John Laurinaitis called last week in which was being done with the settlement that they offered, uh, that I denied, uh, until they write all the wrongs of the past, I cannot discuss any business with them. They, and they know what the right, they know how to write the wrongs of the past. And that is all being taken care of behind the scenes right now. Okay. With that, I would love. I'm I'm healthy. I would love to be able to come back and to do what I what I know I can do. But I'm not going to be mistreated. And they've gone out of their way. They have to right every single wrong, and then and then we can just get to the point of discussing business. So until that point, and they know what that is. So if you have a problem with that, you let them know, not me. I could care less if I ever wrestled there another day in my life. And you, it's all about who cares less. I don't care. I don't care what my legacy is. I don't care if people, I've already accomplished everything as a physical actor. I know how good I am. I don't need anyone. I know, I don't believe any of the lies that like some of the people want to believe. They can't hurt me. They can't stop me. And everything's going to work out the way I've always been protected. They're not going to stop me. So they know what they need to do to right all the wrongs of the past. And if they choose to go ahead and do that and quit wasting time, then, then things could move forward. Right? So... It's cool. You know, they, they think AEW is doing a lot of great things. They're making Wardlow's getting a little bit of hype. I'm a million times better. And I love Wardlow. I'm a million times better. And WWE knows it. They know it. And they know I can get massively over. And I was massively over multiple times. So I don't care. I'm so cool, calm, and collected on all of this that I don't, I, I could sit back. No worries until they want to right every wrong in the past. Uh, 
Good to see all of you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been in many lumberjack matches. Yes. And I know some people might think like, you know, how could you say this? It's confidence and it's knowing what you can do and being and having done it before. Right. So. Uh, back injury and hold on. Yep, Steve-O baby, you got it. That's we already know what we're doing. That's the game right there. Uh, I did not see Martha Hart on AEW. I did watch some of AEW the other night. You know what's a good thing I wanted to I didn't see the to touch on. The I wish they would update that casino battle royal and just do it like a Royal Rumble. I think they have, and they can just call it their own version of the Royal Rumble. Keep it the, the casino battle royal, whatever you want to keep the name as. Um, I think they would. They there's nothing wrong with doing something another wrestling company is doing, and you're still doing all your other own stuff. But if you take something, the the Royal Rumble format is exciting. It's perfect. Whether it's every 60 seconds or every two minutes, I like it's 60 seconds, whatever. It gives, it allows the action in the ring to be focused on and it puts all the emphasis and focus on one talent at a time coming out. When you do these groups of five, it doesn't work in my opinion. I think it's just sloppy. It takes away from all the action in the ring. And I wish, and I think it's just, I, I get it. I get wanting to be different and do it, but it doesn't work to my, in my opinion the Royal Rumble is a million times better, the concept. And they just need, I just think it's sometimes with wrestling and like, you don't want to like make it look like you're doing the same thing. Who cares? Do the same thing, but do it better. Do it with your talent and do it. Just do it. If you have, if you have a, a, a casino battle Royal, that's better than the Royal Rumble. And it's the same format. People who cares what, because people are always going to chirp, right? Those, Oh my, you copied, let them. You're putting on it's more enjoyable and more people, in my opinion, will be able to understand it and get it. I think I was just watching it. I, did, I instantly I just go, this doesn't work. At least in my opinion, watching it, it was just very. It's too too much going on, chaotic, chaotic, and you you want the focal point to be on each and every entrant. And then when you have to rush that and share that with four other people, and then you're going the action in the ring is all discombobulated. It really it, it, it's not a it's not a good thing in my opinion. No, I've never done an Inferno match, and I'm very, very glad about that. Bill Wild, good to see you, my man. Hey, big guy, much love from Florida. I'm still popping about the CM Punk torn labia comment the other day. Any good FCW memories feed me more. <laughs> that wasn't a comment by me, The uh, even though I would have no problem saying that. But uh, I believe it was a foot injury. I had a lot of good Florida Championship Wrestling memories, and... Uh, we had a great group of talent down there. The coach is Dr. Tom Pritchard. Again, such an instrumental uh, coach for me in my development and helping me get more comfortable and uh, in tapping into my personality more. And Dusty Rhodes as well, being down there and helping on that end of things as well, where my confidence got to an all-time high, which led me to eventually getting where I finally believed in myself as a pro wrestler and was able to get called up to the main roster, and the rest is history. So I'll be forever grateful. And obviously, that building owned by Steve Kern, and he he was there. Norman Smiley uh, was there. And, and obviously, they had other producers and, and, and agents stopping in. But Dr. Tom and Dusty were the two, for me personally, that that I, I talked to the most and that that helped me uh, get to, to get to where I needed to get to get up there and, and start thriving and obviously and i talk about build them up played a part and al snow played a part a big the big parts in different ways uh in helping me uh along my career and i do believe in, in having all this knowledge uh through the different different developmental territories from some some wrestling legends and minds um who were all known in different ways and that contributed and gave back to the upcoming talent me being that upcoming talent at the time uh it was very very grateful for all of that, you know, because not everyone it, it's, it's really cool. And when you look and it's, as you get older, I think too, you look back and you see where they were at, at that time in their life after their careers were coming. And I've dealt with that, having to leave, but have my injuries, 
you know, and seeing is just, you just, it's weird how you can look back and you understand things a little more. And maybe it's because you're able to step out of, because in the moment you're living in the now in your own eyes and like, you're just trying to survive and everything could be overwhelming. And then once you, you've had success too, and you could step back and look and you go, okay, that was really cool. That was even cooler. And, and you know, so, but I have a lot of great memories at FCW and it was ran, that was before it became NXT. And really, it, but we were doing TVs. It was very competitive. It was very competitive to get on TV at Florida Championship Wrestling. When I got down there, much more so than when I was in uh, OVW and in Deep South Wrestling, we didn't have TV when I was there. They had it when I left. Uh, but it was, it, man, I, that that arena, I look forward to going by. And it's that building is still there, but it's not FCW. I think it's like some sort of toy place. I would love just to walk through there. And just see the setup, uh, and, and, and try to in because I remember obviously where the practice rings were in the main arena. So it would be cool to walk through that in a different setting, to kind of just relive some of that. <clears throat> Ryback, you and Bobby Lashley would be a great tag team. I love Bobby Lashley. I, I did got along with Bobby from day one. We kind of were. We've never really crossed paths. We never have as far as being in the same place at the same time. Um, he was out of OVW when I got to OVW and after I got transferred there from deep South uh, and then I'd got released in developmental, then got rehired. And then once I got rehired and got, he was gone and then I get to TV, he was not there. And then I had my run. And I remember he came to a couple shows and me and him would talk when he was, he, I don't know if he was, it was when he was doing Bellator and I don't know if I'm sure he was with impact. At the time, but he came to some WWE shows when we were in Colorado, and uh, I just remember talking briefly with him, and always got along. And then I saw him after when I was doing my independence there. When I left WWE, he was hadn't been gone back to WWE yet. We were on the same independent show uh, and talked briefly again uh, with that. And uh, always, you know, he's a guy. I think being he works so hard. I really feel like we're, we're very similar in a lot of aspects of like our, our lives as far as our training and like how we, how we approach things. And I have no doubt, like, cause he's a very, like, he's not lazy, right? He, he, we would, we would, we would have some bangers. That would be a, that would be an exciting one for sure. Me and Bill DeMott do have the same birthday of November 10th. It was always uh, <laughs> probably that earned me uh, some chops back in the day. Uh, thank you. We'll go ahead and shell shock. I can always tell when people make new accounts. Let's see here. Uh, Michael says, do you believe the excuse that pro athletes make when they fail a drug test? and said it was a tainted supplement they bought over the counter that made them fail it. A lot of athletes do. So I do believe that has been a thing in the past of, and I think it was more so back before uh, pro hormones and things were, were outlawed and banned. I think that that was, and people were buying these things legally and they were not illegal yet. They weren't on any drug testing radars and they were pot, 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 uh, pot, testing positive on that. Uh, so that is a very real thing that that has in in they've been it's been proven from some that have gone through. Now the majority of the time, I think it, it's not valid. But you have to you can't just stereotype every case into into one thing and say they're all lying. Like I said, there are instances, and there have been. I think there has been a case, if not multiple where the supplement company that it was just for whatever reason, it was in a, in a, in a manufacturer that was making like pro hormones or like those things. Right. And like, whether they didn't have good cleaning protocols in between making the different supplements uh, and where like regular supplements got tainted, that, that has happened, which is why like everything that we do with feed me more nutrition, one with a manufacturer that doesn't make that stuff too. I get everything third party tested with that. And so that it's ensured that there's nothing that's not supposed to be in there. Right. 
for that. And it, it's, it's not cheap by any means, but it's, it's a good step to take if you can. And not every company can afford to do it. And I didn't, couldn't afford to do it all the time previously, but it, it's really, uh, it is beneficial. But yeah, it's hard. You can't stereotype everyone. You have to look at it from a case by case basis. And, and oftentimes what they'll do, it, it, like now they're so evolved on this. It's like if a UFC fighter tested positive and said, oh, I was taking this supplement and they go, what's the supplement and do you have it? Or like if they, and if they say, oh, I don't have it anymore, they could easily go buy, you know, they, like they could, they would either buy that supplement and test it and, or they would preferably they'll want you to have that supplement so they could send it for testing to see if, if, you know, but you know, there's things with people too. I've heard this, that with, with athletes that have done something that have tainted their supplement and then they send it for testing and like where they, you know what I mean? Where they, they, which is then now you're dealing with, now you're going to have, could deal with a lawsuit from the, from the supplement company with that very dangerous thing to game to play doing that. I mean, you could lose everything taking that chance to like, because now you're trying to, to, you know, to, to really hurt in, in just defamatory in just in, in your actions towards a company that did no wrong to try to cover up your mistakes. Right. So that's, uh, it, it's a really, it's best not to do it, not to do it. Joey says, I used to see Tom and his wife all the time. Good folks. Yeah. And he has, I'm really happy. Dr. Tom is now with Glenn Jacobs. People, we talk about wrestling schools and I feel like I always forget to mention this. That's probably the top school you could go to that and OVW, I would say that are not directly affiliated, like connected to WWE or, or anything else, AEW, those two places. And, and even though they are like Dr. Tom and, and Kane, Glenn have connections. And I believe one of their students has already been signed and, but you're going to learn, you're going to learn proper psychology at both of those places. Right. And so that's where I think you're either going to, to Tennessee or to, to Louisville. So pick, pick, pick your, pick your place. Uh, Ryback, do you know what happened to Mason Ryan? Yeah, he's, I believe he's married with kids. He lives in Vegas, if I'm not mistaken, or he used to, I think he works for the Cirque du Soleil, uh, He's one of the, the, I say little, one of the big muscle guys. But I think he's he's he dropped some weight from his WWE days. But he still looked fantastic from what I saw. I always got along with him really well. Very, very nice guy. And um, I just think, you know, pro wrestling is he, they would have had to, to if they would have worked with him and protected him and, and let him go on the road, road as an individual full time, and really let him just go out there and learn his craft, hone his craft day in and day out. I think he would have been, I think he easily could have been a, a, a big time player. Um, and it might, might've taken a little bit of time, but I, I think he would have been worth that investment, but I don't know what the, you know, there were always the things that people said he looked like Batista, but he, I thought he looked a lot different. And he, he was, even though he was a big muscular guy and the hair might've been similar, but, he being a foreigner, I thought they could have, they could have, they could have, they could have, uh, they could have adjusted him a little bit. And, uh, he would have, you know, they could have put him in a singlet and it would have made him give him more of a, of a, I don't know, just some sort of, was he Welsh, a Welsh warrior sort of look. And, uh, I thought there was massive potential as I do with a lot of people. And I think that's one of the things in wrestling is rather than look at a guy and like punish him or this and that, and it's like, how can we protect this investment that we have so that this guy that we're paying $150,000 a year, that we could pay him $500,000 a year, $750,000 a year, and he's making us $50 million a year or $100 million a year. If you start asking those questions on your individual talents, you'd be amazed You'll start figuring out ways to do that and, uh, and, and paying them even more. And, uh, you know, it, it, you just you find ways to protect them rather than go out of your way to expose your investments. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> 
I am live. I'm live on all the platforms, my man. I haven't talked to RVD in a while, but last I did, he was doing great. I, I've always thoroughly enjoyed talking to Rob and wrestling him. It's one of the cool things I have on my, that I've, I've wrestled Rob Van Dam multiple times. He, uh, he's one of those guys who grew up watching and loving and uh, was even cooler in person. Let's see here. Mark says, did I miss a super chat, by the way? Yep, sorry, I got it. Uh, Josh Colon, thank you for the super chat. Starbucks money coming in hot. If you were asked to pick just one of your matches that best showcases your all-around abilities as a wrestler, what match would you choose? I don't know. I don't know if you can just pick one match. I everything Every match is different in what you're doing. And I, off the top of my head, I don't, there's so many live events in every match I've had. I go by crowd reactions on everything that you're doing in, in your sales and how people react when they see you, right? There's a lot. And I could do any move that any other wrestler, for the most part, outside, maybe there's going to be some high flying stuff I'm not going to do. And I wouldn't ever dare chance it, but you'd be amazed at like, it's, I don't know if there's one match though that you could just sit there and say I'd have to I'd have to go back and like that would take really like if, trying to find a match that like would do all my cool power stuff. I never I you got to so again in, in explaining this to you. I oftentimes I would like to do like when I do a match, I wouldn't try to think of what can I do with 20 different things to show everybody how much I could do. Never once was that ever it was usually trying to construct a match that would ebb and flow the correct way and put the right things in at the right times to try to build up to, to the, my big stuff, which was, was the always spine buster meat hook shell shock. And those things always got as big of a reaction as anything. And it's all how you do it in your, your emphasis on your mannerisms, your energy, delivering those moves. Right. So it all depends. I mean, you go back, you can look, watch main event matches with Cena where we've gone, what I think one of them went like 35, 30, 35 minutes. You know, there's a lot in that, even though that wasn't like not like a technical wrestling match. There was a lot of stuff in that, right? A lot of different stuff. I've done cool. I remember there was a match with Cena, him coming off the ropes. I remember Jamie Noble just came up to me. And he goes, Jesus, that was impressive because it was Cena and Cena's known to be awkward. Uh, and he was a 255, 60 pound guy coming off the ropes full speed, and I just straight up gorilla pressed him into a gorilla press slam like nothing. And uh, Jamie Noble, I've always got along well with Jamie, but, you know, for Jamie to give me a compliment, it was, you know, it was, that was, that was nice. Jamie, because sometimes, you know, because he, he tends to like the smaller guys more. And that's right, he's allowed to with that, right? Because that's his style. And I, and I understand that. But, you know, that was always... I would take different things that I would do in different matches throughout my career. You know, on the independence, I would do different dives, suicide dives and just different things. Um, I do cannonballs in the corner. That's easy. That's even like stuff I didn't do on WWE TV that I would only do on live events if I did. And so it's hard to just say like one match because there's matches. Like, I'm not, I don't put matches together to, like I said, Hey, it's a hell in a cell match. Like, let's, what can I do to get all my stuff in? That's not how I was taught and not, and it doesn't work in my opinion on getting massively over and selling and, and being, being able to move, move numbers. <clears throat> uh, Tyler, we're going to put you in timeout. I don't want to hear that ever again. Even though I know you're not being negative, just I don't want to hear that ever again. Uh, no, I think today's wrestling can improve. I think you just have to have people that don't care, like me. I think it, you need more people like me not to care. And I think things will be better. You just stay away from them, you block them, and you just keep doing your stuff. And uh, you'll connect to more casual people doing that. Luke says he doesn't think Cody should have been at Hell in a Cell. Well, 
Luke, unless you are, uh, you know, I don't know if what your your medical expertise is, but obviously, I think that was a decision by him in the WWE, and I think it was he had to have surgery anyways, and it was it wasn't going to get any worse from everything that he was told, and that was a decision that he chose to make, right? And it will forever go down as one of the probably one of the coolest moments for a wrestler. So. You know, you're entitled to say you don't think he should have done it. But at the end of the day, I always say this, somebody's don't let nobody's influence them. In, in his world, you're a nobody. And I don't mean like you're not a nobody, like you don't matter, but you're not somebody to him, right? You understand what I'm saying? You're not in his inner circle of, of people he's going to listen to uh, to make his decisions and choices. I do not play video games. I outgrew those. I've tried to go back. I just don't have the time or care because once you realize how much time you're wasting and just missing out, like to me, it's not worth it. But that's not to say it's not worth it for other people, right? That's just on me and how I feel. Uh, What do I think about Roman Reigns not defending his championship for so long? I don't know what I think. I think if he's one of the main storylines and they're giving him some time off, that that's their choice and their decision. Right? That's that. They have bigger plans for him, possibly, right, of of maybe holding the title all the way through WrestleMania next year. It's probably not a bad idea to give him a bit of a break before they go on a big run if they're building up to him and The Rock, right? So you got to sometimes take a step back and look at the bigger picture, you know, and they're putting everything with those unified titles to make the match. They're looking at probably something, you know, not a year away now, but less than a year away. And uh, if not, uh, with a lot of other things. So that would be my guess. And, and they're giving him a, a well-deserved break. So while people might say, why is he not on TV? You know, he needs to be defending. No, he doesn't. You can keep those titles special, and uh, you don't need to defend them all the time. UFC fighters don't defend titles every single night. They're gone. They they fight once or twice a year, right? It's okay. It's okay not to have every title on every show all the time. The key is you got to have enough talent and enough stars, and right to be able to to do that. And that maybe is a is a sign that maybe they need to strengthen up that roster and do some things. And have more more real big time attractions than than putting all their eggs in one basket, and then you wouldn't really have that. That wouldn't be a problem. Thank you, Judah Judish, for the kind words. Thank you, thank you. Life and sports talk with Jake. Thank you, buddy. Says seeing you live every day inspires me to continue to even uh, continue on, even though the bad times to continue on, even through the bad times. Appreciate it. Big guy. Thank you very much, buddy. And it's just what it's that hashtag hungry mindset that I'm constantly trying to to preach and and get you guys. This is what, what helped me many, many years ago, overcome a lot of negativity and adversity and get my life back on track and help give me uh, new levels of success and, you know, through all my injuries and setbacks and all everything with the restrictions and against everything with WWE have allowed me to continue to to improve uh, and, and grow and, and find balance in, in all the different areas of life for me. And so that's why I enjoy communicating and talking with you guys. And, and I see, the, you know, the different comments and the people that do message. And I know that it does have a positive impact on people. And I I hope to be able to to have a much greater impact once we can get rid of all these restrictions on things. Illegal restrictions. I don't have a favorite bodybuilder outside. I shouldn't say, I I, I should say Jay Cutler is the one that I, I don't like bodybuilding for the drugs. I think it's, it's such a horrible thing and I, I wish they would do away with them entirely. Um, but Jay, I, I, I have the most respect for as far as his business sense. I, uh, obviously and have doing my stuff and he's had success and, um, I feel he's probably been outside of Arnold, 
the most successful pro bodybuilder in the history of the sport, more so than Ronnie and, and stuff. And Jay has stayed, appears to be in good health. And, you know, even he, you know, I'm not a fan of the limits that they pushed and the things that they had to do. And I, under, I understand it. I understand it, but I'm not a fan of it. And it, it's, I don't think it's, I wish those guys were much more honest and transparent so that other people would not make those same mistakes because they are mistakes, but, and you're not, and those guys are unfortunately not going to live long lives for the most part. The damage is, is irreversible that you do do doing that. It's, and it does catch up at some point in time. And then, you know, you're seeing a lot of the younger guys die a lot earlier because it's getting crazier and crazier. And I'm not a fan of anything, <laughs> not a fan of, Anything you have to inject your body with to try to become the best, I don't think should be a thing, my opinion. But you're always going to have people that are willing to do anything and everything, right? This is a very dangerous game, and life is our most – health is our most important thing. Without health, we can't live, and we can't have anything else without our health. So never – and I've learned, too, through wrestling in my injuries and different things, don't sacrifice your health for a little bit of wealth. Because it doesn't matter what that number comes back at. If you ultimately sacrifice your health enough, it's not worth it. <clears throat> you will see me wrestle again, yes. 100%. But yeah, Jay is the man. I do. I like Jay a lot. I've always gotten along. I, I, I haven't talked to him in some time, but I, I do... I, I do admire and respect Jay more so outside of bodybuilding. And I do feel like he's genuinely a, a, a nice human being, which is that that's really important. Thank you. I like that Kingpin poster back there as well. 1.2 thousand people over on TikTok. TikTok, you guys are gonna you're gonna put the big guy to 2.9 million. That's gonna put me over well over a million past WWE's next closest star in our truth. The Miz is at 1.5. I'm about to, I'm at, I think it either now or about to be at 2.9, right around 3 million. Round up. <laughs> We just got to catch up to The Rock. Great call, Lee. We always count him second, but he also has the whole country of India, so it's a little bit skewed because it's more from India than, but you've got to give credit where credit is due. So it's The Rock, Great call, Lee, the big guy Ryback, as far as in terms of, of pro wrestlers on, on TikTok. And then, like, all the WWE people on TV, and I don't know where the AEW people, but the w, next closest ones are The, the Truth and, and The Miz. Truth is funny as hell, too, by the way. Truth is, is worth a follow, in my opinion. Just not too many of you. Not too many of you. Keep me, let's keep me strong. Thank you, thank you. What did I think about Austin's match with Kevin Owens? I loved it. I was very happy for Stone Cold Steve Austin. And uh, knowing him and, and talking to him, it's been a bit, but we've talked a bit and I like him a lot. And being gone for as long as he was, I was happy that he was able to come back at such a high level and have not only one night, but two nights of just absolute awesomeness. And Kevin Owens is obviously, it, you, it, nothing is done alone. Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens played his role to perfection as a physical actor. And, uh, and him and Steve, they, they get, I'm, I hope I, I don't know if KO, I don't think he drinks, but if that was me, I would, I would have been having a lot of drinks with Austin at, backstage and, and at the bar afterwards. That was, it was absolutely, I, I'll tell you, KO has to probably be probably his proudest moment as a wrestler from being, just knowing him and knowing and the growing up too. And like, I don't think there's going to be another guy that's going to get to say on the current today's stars that like main evented WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like that, I, and it, it, I'm very happy for him. That that's it was the perfect opponent. It was the perfect type of match, and uh, I, I watched it just like everybody else. And and you got to relive 
one of our when we're younger growing up the, our favorites and uh seeing him do his thing as if as if nothing had changed and obviously time he's a little older but he's still stone cold steve austin he looks i thought he looked absolutely fantastic and he went out there and delivered and uh and drank like a thousand beers and, and like it was to me that was the the the, the best part i would have uh that would have been you know, I've wrestled at that place. That that would have been just such a cool, cool visual and, and had to have been such a proud, cool moment. You know, and me being gone and understanding, and he was gone for a lot, lot longer, you know, for him to be able to go back and get to be Stone Cold Steve Austin again, and I, as if nothing had changed, just still the most popular guy. I think, you know, you know how difficult that is? to be the most popular guy and leave and then come back. What was it? 17, 18, 19 years later and still be the most popular guy in, in Dallas and how like all full circle, man. And uh, it's going to be tough. You know, that might be one of those deals. He has another WrestleMania <laughs> kind of like undertaker showing up every year, you know, have Austin do a street fight every year at mania. Not a bad idea. But at the same time, it is you do need to know when to to to, to say enough is enough. It, it was, and I don't know if that point he'll be able to know, he'll know when that point is. That thought that that if you're going to go out, that's that's there's no better way to go out than that for him. Considering all things, considering with his injuries, right? Loved it. I missed a super chat. Let me uh, scroll up. I apologize. I see it. JC1989, thank you very much. You've said that you were here, never originally meant to face Punk at Hell in a Cell 2012. How would you have booked your run uh, to the main event? Very, very good question. Uh, realistically, I thought all we had to do was just continue the streak against better and better talent. And and I think that that would have dictated the win. We, we, we get to that. Uh, I know originally, and Jericho's discussed this, so, and this wasn't, this is something I mentioned before. In my mind, and, and when we were doing the, building up a streak and it was getting massively over with the two-on-ones, and I think, I don't even know, if, did we do three-on-one at, it was, it was even we did the one-on-ones, the two-on-ones, multiple WW individual WWE talent, multiple WWE talent, and and then finally it got to the Miz. And we red hot with the Miz, right? And and but and I don't know if we and if he was the IC title champion, I believe at the time. So that seemed like that could have been a realistic next step uh in, in having a program with the Miz and getting the IC title. I think that would have been a nice thing early on to continue that. I do think it would have been a if you had if I had a streak that had lasted all the way up to Mania. I think obviously you then look at it Ryback Undertaker at that point, and I have no problem. I think the company makes a decision: is this the talent we want to do this with, and and to really put our in this in which I thought it always should have gone to a, a newer talent. But I have no problem also with it going to Brock because Brock is Brock with it, and it, it wasn't. That's it, not my company, right? With that, but I think you you we would have had the option of figuring out a creative way that if that was going to be my first loss with him, which I would have had no problem with. I've never had as long as anything, you know what I mean, you're doing and you're building and you're you're not being fired, like it's all physical acting. And there was a, a way to use that moment to to catapult into the main event scene eventually, which I think would have earned a lot of respect, right? I think there that, that could have been a, a very nice trajectory of way of doing things, but it wasn't the way it went. And I've talked to you guys and I've been honest with you guys and a lot of it and knowing what I know now and the legal stuff, I got put into the main event for them to get me to drop a, a multi-million dollar malpractice suit and tell me they were going to take care of me for them not to. And, and then to threaten my job against me while I was in the main event. These are all facts and knowing what we know now and what I know now, it all it makes much more sense the way things worked out, and it was never it was never a creative thing. Things were used as leverage for backstage things going on with my stuff legally, and it's hard for a lot of fans to understand that because they can only look at things creatively with that, right? But 
And that's what it is. And that's what, I, like I said, a lot of the wrongs of the past need to be made right. And then we can look forward to see if they want to do things the right way. They already know. They know what they've done and they know what they have. With me, so it's, it is what it is. Good to see all of you. Uh, let's see. Uh, thank you, buddy, saying the IC title win in the Elimination Chamber was one of the best moments in WWE. Uh, I appreciate that. It was it was a very cool moment at the end. The match itself was um, very disappointing, the way things, and again, and it was nobody's fault. Things just were completely with the pod breaking, um, really, really threw a wrench in everything, everything, literally until the very end. Things were got so off track. You and Austin, you and Austin should make a mukbang video together. That would be pretty funny. Uh, Jeff, yes, I post my dogs all the time on social media, usually uh, either Instagram or TikTok. And they also are in my feeding time on YouTube. They're in the thumbnail if you scroll down on my last feeding time video. So I do have my dogs. Sophie and little guy are doing amazing. Thank you. Yeah, Sandra was shell-shocked out of here, guys. Don't worry. We <laughs> Again, I was only there. And I'm just discussing with you things that had been talked about that other people have talked about. But, hey, yeah, I'm full of it. And I'll keep, I'll keep believing my own, my own BS. All day long. I appreciate Sandra, who hates me so much, comes and watches my channel. That's why the haters deep down love me. They they love me so much, they just want me to come back, and they're mad that I'm not coming back. So they latch on, and then they don't know how to deal with their inner emotions of, like, processing why they feel this way. So then they try to hate on me. Because they're like, they just, they, they want to say, I love you so much, Ryback. We want you to come back. But they don't know how to communicate that. So then they say, like, the meanest things they could say. And then now she's like talking to a poster she has of me in her room right now. Like, he didn't mean to block me. He didn't really mean it. He loves me. He just thinks I'm something. He thought I meant something else. Silly Sandra. See you under, I'll see you under your other name in a little bit, Sandra. No, I didn't know the Titan Tron. I'm sure you could go. I, I never. If there was something on there that I thought was horrendous, I definitely would go and uh, and make a suggestion, which you would just go into the truck with Kevin Dunn. I I, I never saw anything on it that uh, that I thought was um, I liked. I, they, they're, they're great with all that stuff. They're, they're, they're top notch with all the production stuff that they do. I've wrestled Randy Orton, never did hurt Randy. I tagged with him and wrestled against him. Thank you very much, Radio. Thank you, thank you, XX. Yes, definitely. Hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications on, guys. I literally just made a, a new closing video. They're they're adding a, an out video to plug the supplements in the um in the new Ryback merch, and uh, so I had to, I had to record an audio clip, and uh, and that that's the beginning of it. Hey Rybackers, hit that like, smash that subscribe, hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. And for the best supplements on the planet, with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the cool new Ryback merch, check out FeedMeMore.com. It's very Hulk Hogan-like, actually, how I do it in the video. I almost said brothers, too. Feedmemore.com, brothers. HV says he should be taking care of his pay, of the pay, their patients, but they're watching the big guy. Ah, I think if you got it, we're almost done here. 
you don't want to neglect the patients too much. And, uh, uh, you know, priorities. But I do appreciate you prioritizing the Ryback show over the patients. I'm not sure they're going to think the same. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, we got Hank Hank is back under a new name. Hank Hank, shell-shocked out of Rybackville. Hulk Hogan was a monster back in the day, still is. I always got along really well with, with the Hulkster. Let's see here. Uh, did you make a lot on merchandise in WWE? I was wondering how that works. Uh, yes. Up until they got the first two years, yes. And then after that, it got it went down drastically. Still made money, but nowhere near. It was, I was on pace to, had we just left things, because they pulled, you got to remember, they pulled all my merch when I was the number two mer merch and dice seller at that time. And uh, in which I would have been, I could have been there with Cena. I firmly believe I was not allowed. They stopped making new things for me, um, even though the numbers were going up. The mer two merchandise people got fired, if I wasn't mistaken, for sharing the information with me. And uh, that's when everything was, it was, it was the, it's just the way that it was. Um, but those numbers were, were, were very high. The checks, my, my, I'll never forget the biggest one I got. I was in India doing, uh, I was already heel. And for the quarter prior, it was when I was still babyface, And uh, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And that, that was nothing in compared to what it could have gone up to. Cause that was still, it was just growing. So uh, if you're a top merchandise mover for WWE, you were making a lot of money, a lot with that. And if you're not, you're making, you're still making, it depends on what your idea of a lot of money is. And right, it, that's different. But in the grand scheme of things, once you understand like your numbers and what you're doing and, and seeing, <clears throat> but. Uh, let's see here. Can I do a top 10 vegan spots in Vegas? You know, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea to do a top 10 vegan uh, video. I'll have to, I'll, I'll think about doing that. I don't want to get any of the vegan places pissed off at me. I love so many of them. Then I have to rank them. But I could, I could do a top 10, I think. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll think about that. I could also just list. You know, I, doing a top ten video will do better if I do my uh, the you know top ten vegan places in Vegas. That has potential to do pretty well just for people visiting Las Vegas on YouTube, right? So I'll have to uh, because I yeah because I could do that. Talk a little bit about each place in my experience, and then have my guy kind of put up a little images of them in between right not a bad idea <clears throat> thank you very much judish on the the ryback cena match two out of three falls that was uh yeah that was very that was a lot of fun during that period All right, guys, uh, with that, with that, guys, we are going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. I got to go. We got a, got a big carb day, big workout. I got I got to eat here and uh, big training session, a lot of rehab on the shoulder today as well. And uh, in prep, get ready for a 24 hour fast later tonight. So I'll be on I'll be on tomorrow, maybe even Sunday, maybe doing two weekend shows uh, on the Ryback show this weekend. Make sure you go on swing over to feedmemore.com. Check out all the new cool Ryback merch we have on there. We have all the Feed Me More stuff, the hungry Ryback rules. We have accessories, different drink uh, accessories over there. Uh, tank tops, shirts, men's, women's, 
everything in between. Check all that out. You click on any of the, the images, men's, women's, and the different categories, and then you can select, you know, tank tops, long sleeve, short sleeve, uh, and your size and everything on that and all the different designs. We have new stuff coming as well. And obviously all the, the, the cool premium supplements with Feed Me More Nutrition. You could save 20% with discount code Ryback Show 20, Ryback Show 20 over on feedmemore.com. Thank you guys very much as always. Hit that subscribe, turn on those notifications. And until next time, stay hungry, my friends. Feed me more.